0: <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to the Ozone. I am your host Omar Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Omar Miller where you guys seem to like to speak to me about it. And here's my brother, my co-host, sports guru. knowledge man extraordinaire. Guru. You are the guru, sports guru. I'm
1: the groovy guru. Terry Miller at Icons on Twitter hey, and Instagram. we might be
0: in for a good show here, folks. You never know. Yeah. Okay, let's jump right into it. First and foremost, I used to love that jam, The Freaks in the Industry. It was the best. Digital Underground, very underrated hip-hop group because they were funky and groovy. And you could have Humpty and the Pac. Yeah, they had them all. Yeah. But it's tricky it's because, you team. know what? I remember I went to San Jose State and at the football games, the band in the Bay Area, Digital Underground is everything. And the band would play freaks of the industry with the tubas and the horns. It was wow. fly. Yeah, 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 it was really dope. But uh are deep in the middle of the Olympic Games. Rio Edition 2016, the Summer Games. You've been keeping up with the Olympics?
1: Yeah, the, and the women are making noise. A lot. Except, hold up, hold up. Yeah. they making noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael Phelps. Michael de- Phelps. Destroying the league.
0: <laughs> I mean, forever. Destroying the league. And uh throwing out some death stares in the process. Right? Very interesting Michael Phelps is the most decorated Olympian of all
1: time. And if it wasn't for him, his homie Lochte would be the next. He sure would be. Yeah. Because Lochte's like right behind him. He just can't see He's Not to get right behind them. him, but he's right behind him. Like in, yeah. the, in the sense of he has like twelve. And I think your boy yeah. has like twenty-one, twenty-two. Twenty one, yeah. He's doing it. Yeah. And uh and
0: now, but one thing I just want to get into quick, fast. What and you want to get into um I want to know your take. Now, as of today, right now, the Olympic medal stands, uh, the Olympic medal count stands at 35 for the United States, 26 for China, 20 for Japan, 14 for Australia, 15 for South Korea. I'm just trying to figure out where's the logic here? Why is it, and I don't want this to come off as cocky because I'm an American, but Why is it that American athletes are so damn good? I don't understand.
1: What do you think that is? I think that we spend more time focusing on the Olympics in other countries. And, you know, we have the resources because the other countries like, for instance, the girl, the uh, the Asian girl that was doing the gymnastics the other night, she messed up. And you don't know what the consequences are when she gets back to China. See, but do you think that's real or do you think that's something you got out of a movie? No, <laughs> because I... Because it sounds I, I, like it's... It sounds like I don't know what the consequences are. Ivan Drago, you must break me. Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. But I think that the consequences are serious because a lot of countries take it serious, but I don't think that they invest in the Olympics like the United States does, you know? Then they're not taking it seriously. They are to to their standards, not ours.
0: I, see, I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time with this. And it's funny because I'd love to hear what some of the, uh, you know, some of our, our listeners have to say about it, say about it, because... This is something that trips me out. I mean, the United States has a population of about 300 million people, Three hundred, I think 325 million people. China's got 2 billion people. Nice. So just by the law of averages...
1: China and India should be balling out in the Olympics. Yeah, but you have to have have the athletes. You might just have a two billion.
0: (laughs) What are you trying Um, to say? They got two billion lames running around China.
1: What what are you saying right now? Not up to to snuff. But this is what they don't have. Do they have the height advantage to play basketball? I mean, what the? So this is why the Olympics are so beautiful.
0: Is because there's so many different sports. I mean, we were talking about it. You look at the gymnastics, right? Really, these people are almost deformed the uh uh the gymnast yeah because they're it's like they're a step between say like what would you call it dwarves and um normalcy and yeah and normalcy it's like I don't know I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. And I mean I know it sounds unPC to say it sounds ridiculous is the, the way that I'm putting it. are you it, kidding
1: but me are you being politically uncorrect I am because this is the ozone but You're I but
0: trouble. but I'm I'm i am i am I'm tripping out, and this is what I'm saying, why I don't think the height thing or anything like that, because the Olympics offer such a range of competition that everybody, there's something for everybody. Olympics are like the baseball of sports
1: competitions. And they just voted baseball back in for the next go-round. Nice. Nice. That'll be interesting. Yeah.
0: But I just don't understand. Are we just sports junkies? Of course. So is that why we're less intelligent as a people than these other countries? What if they had an academic Olympics? We would lose. (laughs) <laughs> you just said that with 100 percent certainty
1: conviction I, I, <laughs> I did wow wow we don't take we don't take it serious like the other countries when it comes down to uh you know intelligence and whatnot we think about the games the spores eating and all that other kind of stuff you watch other countries they're foraging for food you know what i'm saying we are the land of plenty and we keep the it. japanese aren't foraging for food dude the Island. Japanese are,
0: are are eating good. So are South Koreans. So is the UK. I mean, the UK. It, let's be realistic. The UK is a tiny cluster of islands, and they are number eight in the medal count right now. What's going on? I don't. I just. I really. And I'm. I'm asking this genuinely. I'm not saying it to offer. I don't have an answer. I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. But anyways, we go past that. Yeah. And and you look at Michael Phelps. The one thing I like about Michael Phelps is that he's a gamer. He is. He's a he shows up. The lights, <laughs> the lights come on, and Michael Phelps shows up. And you might get him in a qualifying round. The one kid was doing the finger wag and was filling himself. And now there's that super popular meme going around Instagram of that kid filling himself. <laughs> no, of that kid being behind Michael Phelps and looking at Michael Phelps finishing while Michael Phelps has laser focus on the finish line. And, like, everybody, it's it's great because it's given pastors and inspirational speakers and everybody something to talk about with saying, hey,
1: are you focused on your goal or are you focused on the competition, which is awesome. Right. Well, you know, that guy's just trying to set up uh, some intimidation or something like that, trying to break Michael. And that's no, not, no, no,
0: no, no, no. You're not. No, you're I'm, not, talking, you're, no, yeah. no I'm talking
1: about before. Yeah. yeah. Are before, are you, have you seen the picture that I'm talking about? I haven't about? seen the picture you're talking about, but I'm talking about beforehand. The guy was, you know, dancing around, doing all. Mike. Michael. <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael put his head down. Said, "Okay, okay." And he went in the zone. He went into warrior mode. Yeah. He was so angry.
0: He went to zona. He went to zona. And it's very interesting, though. I just, I don't know, man. It's a, I, I, I love the Olympics, and then I hate the Olympics. And the internet it has hate it? put me in a position where I hate the Olympics. And why? Th- the reason being is because you never know if anything is live. You never know if anything is live ever. Right. Like you get these notifications nonstop. Michael Phelps won his 643rd gold medal. And then you turn it on and it's like, we don't know what Michael Phelps is going to do in the finals tonight. No, actually, I do know what he's going to do. He's going
1: to win. Right. Because I, not just because he's Michael Phelps. But that's the world that we live in now. You know, you get instant. News is there, man. It's everybody's it's there. Everybody's awesome. got a ca- camera. Everybody's got, you know. Yeah, but I don't of... understand why can't I watch everything live, or can I? And I'm just a dumb
0: American, and I just can't get smart enough to do the probably. Probably. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> I already, already put that out there. I'm just <laughs>
1: saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a very. It's it's very interesting to me. I think in the swimming uh spot on the on the swimming competition, obviously Michael Phelps is balling. But uh, there is a lot of controversy because, once again, we got doping in sports. Once again, we have numerous Olympians who have been, you know, caught doping. And some of them they just let jump in
1: late. You know, some of them they just. uh, Why did they do this? Why don't they just let them compete and not let them be able to win a a medal? How about that? And see if they could still perform.
0: It's very interesting.
1: Especially, I think it's a mind freak, too, because if you let everybody know that they're on the juice, that'll put the added pressure on them to perform. And if they can't perform, which a lot of people can't under pressure, then we'll see how the performance enhancing really works. If it really works, is it mental or well, see, is it and, physical?
0: And then this is the other side of it, which is just plain nuts, is that who's to say the others, these others aren't doping? It's just that they just haven't gotten caught. That's true. Because, all right, let's look at this situation with Sun Yang. Sun Yang is a Chinese cat that uh, he's a superstar swimmer, and he won the gold in the 200-meter freestyle. Now, there's another cat named Christian, uh, named Camille Lacourt, as they say, in France, who is a seven-time world champion, and he's never been able to come up on a medal in the Olympics. And, you know, I was speaking to a, a French listener of The Ozone, and uh, she was very upset that he didn't represent... But then he came out with a startling revelation that maybe wasn't a revelation uh, because, I mean, one thing that I appreciate is that he came out and said something. Here this Camille Lacour, he came in fifth in the 100-meter backstroke, but he lost in that, the 200. And the guy who won Sun Yang, I mean, Camille, he just couldn't believe it. He says, look, man, Sun Yang, he pisses purple. I've seen it. He goes, when I see the 200-meter podium, I want to be sick. I prefer to remember the crowd that cheered when we went out. I'm very sad when I see my sport getting like this. I have the impression I'm looking at athletics with two or three doped in each final. I hope that FINA, the world governing body for swimming, is going to do uh, uh, is going to do something about this, react and stop this massacre because it's getting sad. And he's not the only one talking about Sun Yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just to me, it's uh, it's very, you know. Wow. It's very crazy. I mean, Michael Phelps came out and said the doping in the in this swimming just breaks his heart and he wishes somebody would do something
1: about it. And this is it's just But even after the fact, once they pass out the medals and everything, even if they say, okay, well, this guy got disqualified, you still lose the pomp and circumstance of being at the Olympics sure and receiving do your medal.
0: Of doing your thing. Yeah. It's the truth. That's absolutely true. And if you were in China or anywhere else, truth be told, you could still go back home and get your advertising and get paid, right? You can run an A Rod package, who we'll talk about <laughs> later. Who who has <laughs> the world? <laughs> wow, this guy has really pulled the wool over on the on the world, on the New York Yankees, and on the the paying. I don't public. think
1: he, I don't think he pulled the wool over on. Those, Let me tell
0: you, A Rod is walking around with a. a billion dollars, half a billion dollars, he pulled the wool over. And for, for what he for what probably was a, a mediocre baseball player. An, an average major league player. Well,
1: that's shame on the Yankees because at one point, the Yankees had a chance to get out of their contract. It's not
0: just the Yankees.
1: It's the Rangers. It's the Yankees. It's Seattle. But it know, all came came to light
0: when he was with the Yankees. It all came to light when he was with yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, and you could have really... he picked up that... After he picked up yeah. that world... Picked up his ring. Yeah. He
1: yeah. got a ring. It's another situation where you go back. Yeah. And... It, And now what what can you say? So I don't think everybody knows what he's all about. You can't just be surprised now.
0: It's not even just about what he's all about, though. It's just about what society is about. And it's interesting when you you know, when you look at it in the scope of the presidential election coming up and everything, you look at what society is about. And really, society
1: seems as though it's about winning at all costs. No, you say society, it's, it's the American society. Yeah, that's See, what I'm talking this about. Is, this reflects with the Olympics as well, you know. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this <laughs> we, is we went I'm, for a circle. This is Full circle. circle.
0: I mean Kevin the ladies circle and gentlemen, the
1: circle of life. The
0: circ, Can you feel the love tonight? It's a it's uh I'm feeling like Simba out here. It's nice. But I, I, I want to continue with the Olympics and I wanna talk about these dream team hoops. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> why, why do you have to spark your match? I did not let the air out of my tire, <laughs> man. <laughs> because you know what? On one hand, you think to yourself, "Man, why are these guys going over there and they letting them de- they letting them destroy the the world like this in basketball?" But then on the other hand, you think to yourself, "Why shouldn't we? We're supposed to be sending our best, send our best, and destroy them." You know. So, but it's sort of unfair because we honestly, I'm you know, I'm biased. We do have the superior athletes, and so we go out and prove it. When you send out that that USA basketball team and just completely destroy, I mean annihilate any other country that wants to play. Australia got close. Australia close. got close, and the internet went completely berserk. And it did, but it doesn't count getting close. And that, you, those guys might head off night. You still can win. How many times <laughs> have we lost in the Olympics? Total ever?
0: Well, I mean, when it comes to hoops, just that one very disappointing yes. 2004 squad. I think it was that loose squad, loose <laughs> work. <laughs> Loose work. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Dream Teamers ended up winning the game 99-88. And uh, I tell you, just because the game was close was a big deal. Right. And you know what's crazy? To to support your point. What, Randy Piper? Is that when I get them <laughs> in the squirrel circle on Sunday. <laughs> no, is that, you know what? The women's NBA basketball team, the women's Olympic basketball team is even better than the men's. That's crazy. Like, like <laughs> they're, I think they may be undefeated like all time
1: hey, t- the beach volleyball women are crazy, nice.
0: Yeah, but see, okay, now this is this is my point, though. You look at this, at, I'd heard Jalen Rose speaking, and he had a really good point. He said, imagine if you could only play once in the Olympics as an NBA player. Imagine how much better the NBA would become because you wouldn't have the stars every time out. And because some of these guys that are coming off the bench, you might have a guy like a Deion Waiters type. Or you know what I mean, like a, a Jamal Crawford type who then in turn doesn't get major shine, but they're they are NBA players. Right. You know what I mean? And they would get to get this experience, and then in turn they would bring that work ethic back that then in turn makes the league better. Because what we're seeing is is that NBA players are the superstars. They're always gonna be super nobody's gonna beat those 10 nobody's gonna beat 10 Americans in a game of pickup hoops anywhere. Right, right. And I don't care what the rules are. You're talking about these Olympic rules, international rules. You can take the ball off the rim, yo, man. I'm surprised these guys can even score
1: if DeAndre Jordan can actually slap the ball off the rim. Right, but you know what though? Um, it's it's uh, it's hard to to speak on it because these guys, the the talent, the talent that the other countries are bringing out. You who are, who are the other teams? You can't even name most of these guys that are playing for these Australian teams and uh, these other well, teams yeah, because
0: they we watch the NBA, but this is the bias of being an American. This is. This is American privilege in its purest form because we negate these other people just because they don't play in the NBA. You should play over here if you can. <laughs> and it's, but but, but they have their is, leagues. Is They're it, just not just, good enough to make it, it over here. It, just, it isn't just about hoops, though. That's what I'm saying. This is We're talking about all the Olympics. Yeah, And and this is why I can't understand. Me, myself, my favorite part of the Summer Olympics is always track and field. And so I can't wait for that to start. And that's something where Americans don't dominate. True. And, and then when we don't dominate... We go like Carl Lewis and we do a lot of wow, wow, and we, uh, we say that everybody's cheating and so on and so forth, even though in Carl Lewis Chase, Ben Johnson was actually cheating. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <are> you do? <laughs>
1: nine, seven, nine. A nine. Anybody, who's, Jones. Anybody, nine. <laughs> seven, nine.
0: anybody who's old enough to remember the 88 Olympics remembers that call when Ben Johnson Olympic <laughs> uh, cheat of Canadian fame Hey, Dude, he was on the cow steroids, he was <laughs> the animalics. and, and he, he blew Carl Lewis out. Blew him out, he I walked mean, he him, walked as they him. say. He walked him, and, and Carl Lewis broke the world record. That you know, he broke the world record. I think Carl
1: Lewis ran a 992 that round in the finals, right? Didn't they go back? Didn't you? Didn't they revert? And now, well, yeah, he so you got he, the 979, didn't stand after didn't they found stand. out after he pissed purple after
0: he pissed purple. And now you got guys out there running. I mean, you watch Usain Bolt run. This guy, it's just beautiful. You could just literally just watch him run. Yeah. This dude, if he wouldn't have clowned that time at the Olympics, I think that was a nine four performance. I yeah. think you're talking about nine
1: four. He has to turn around and look at you. Come on, man. got he he a clown. cigarette and everything. <laughs> <He out. laughs> turn on Bob Marley,
0: do a little <laughs> dance. He gotta jump in, cut <laughs> the girls go wide, wide. Jump I cut the <laughs> girls there, wide, wide. Remember this? He gotta do the whole nine. And instead he could have just I mean he already blew everybody. He already out. walked you. He already he walked the whole world. Yeah. That you can say without question, there's nobody that's, on the planet who's faster than
1: Usain. Right. White. And not only That's, that's crazy. crazy. Bolt doesn't even care in the prelims or anything. He just He doesn't even care. Oh, I pulled a Hammy, but I, I, pull, I see you guys there <laughs> though. I, see, uh, I got, don't even think I, he's hurt really. I
0: pulled a hammy, but I got just enough to qualify. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then when I get there, cancel Christmas. Cancel Christmas.
0: I'm giving you the lightning bolt. I'm pointing at the sky. You got a problem. Don't see me in the finals. That's what he's saying. Anybody of all time, you two, Carl Lewis, everybody, and I appreciate that he called him out. 959? <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Are you kidding me? It's
1: a lot of time, man, in, in World We're, we're track.
0: talking about 100 meters. We're not even talking about 100 yards, are you football fans out there. We're not talking about, like, oh, he ran. This is a, a run back on a, a kick. Right. No. No. This is 100 meters, which is basically the equivalent of goal post to goal post. Hello. Nine and a half seconds? That is... Woo-hoo. Woo-wee! What? Woo-wee! <laughs> you know what else is woo-wee? What? Wee-doggy. That 5-4 club. Got mine today. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. You jazzy. lucky dog. I need to contact them boys over at 5-4 because my shipment isn't in yet and I'm jealous. Mm. <laughs> 5-4 Club delivers for you a package every month of curated clothing, professionally styled clothing for you worth more than $150, and you only pay $60 a month. To date, more than 100,000 men have joined the 5-4 Club and let stylists design their wardrobe. You're talking about looking snazzy for the big event. You want to take your girl on a date and go see the new uh, uh, Drake and Future concert. Whatever it is that you're interested in doing, 5-4 Club has you covered. 5-4-Club. Go visit 54 clubcom today. Use promo code OMAR and get in the game, folks. Very, very interesting at the Olympics. Very, very interesting. And I want to stay on the dream team. And I'm going to go and title this segment, Carmelo the Loser. What did Carmelo do? And you know what? This is the bad thing. I really love what Carmelo did with the ESPYs and rounding up uh, them fellows to speak about police violence and Mm -hmm. civil discord in the country. It was very big, and that was a big winner move. But when I look back at at his playing situation, my man took the money in New York to stay on the year that he definitely could have been a contender with the the Bulls. Uh, He stayed home and has never won anything since. Chances are he won't win anything. And now he's in the Olympics and they talk about how great of a leader he is. He seems like he's really maturing as a man, which is just pretty awesome to see Mm -hmm. uh, from the outside perspective. I don't know the man. So every time I've seen him, he's been cool. So I got really nothing too bad to say about him, except for this. uh, When they asked him, you know, about his individual success in the NBA, what, what, you know, how would he feel about it? And he says, you know, most athletes don't have an opportunity to say that they want a gold medal Better yet, three gold medals. I would be very happy walking away from the game knowing that I've given the game everything I had, I have and knowing I played on a high level at every level. High school, college, won a championship in college at Syracuse and possibly three gold medals. I can look back on it when my career is over if I don't have an NBA championship ring and say, I had a great career. Uh, of course, because we play in the NBA, that's always the goal to win an NBA championship. But every year, there's a new champion. So you have an opportunity to compete for a championship every year. This is every four years. Come on, Melo. Well, you know what? That, that's not
1: it. He's trying to clean up.
0: He's trying to clean up. He's trying to justify him not winning. That's all it is. <laughs> and it's not a competition. You playing with the other best players in the world against some cats from Australia who are, are used to eating veggie night and whatnot, <laughs> that's not necessarily competing for a gold medal. What I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, it just is mind blowing to me. He's got all the help in the world this year. I think that kid Porzingis is the real deal.
1: Yeah, he is. And uh, I think they put he, an all star team together. They put an all star
0: team together and they got rid of Derek Fisher, who may come back as a backup point guard. <laughs> which is. I'm uh, just saying. I, I mean, that video. Tell me you saw that Derek Fisher video.
1: Oh, uh, with him shooting jumpers? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, in
0: slow motion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he can get it off anymore. I don't think he can get it off. The boys are jumping. They ain't touch the top of the backboard yeah. nowadays. Yeah. And D. Fish is a stone-cold winner, but and I need don't to think the that D. up.
1: They, I think they, they don't really want D. Fish in the league anymore, though. No, I think he played himself. Yeah, he played I think himself the whole out. thing
0: was, you know, you can't mess around with a guy's wife and then get in the fisticuffs and then get beat up and the whole something. I don't. <laughs> and then don't, try to justify it. And then try to justify it and then come back with the slow-motion jumper. And, <laughs> even though Fish, and again, I, I'm a jerk for this one because, you know what, I, Fish is cool. i seen Fish around town. He's an L.A. All-Star and I just don't think I think he should probably give up this uh, this, you know, this 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 run. I think this run this run he may uh,
2: have he- a run at it, mate.
0: I don't think he needs to have a run. Out, you know? Don't even give it a go, mate. <laughs> it's just like all these <laughs> really Olympians trying to, to compete against Simone Biles. They, don't, they what, shouldn't did, what, give what, what, it a go.
1: Did, you're wasting your time. You're, you're going young, for silver. This, this young lady doing. has destroyed the league in The league of gymnastics. She's destroyed the league.
0: And it's funny because everybody said that she's the greatest of all time and she's showing and proving. Right. And the pressure was on because she was down today yeah. and bounced back and golded up. Everybody out there is Mr. T on that Olympic and swimming team. we talking right. about gold because I pity the fool, Hattaboo. <laughs> this BA is going down yeah. in Rio
1: right now. Should they go need bodyguards? <laughs> <laughs> on that going, how much is it else? Come on, man. Rio's a dangerous <laughs> place. It is. Too.
0: I want to talk about another piece of the Olympics while we're on it. How about these gruesome Olympic
1: injuries? Ooh. Have I, you seen have you seen the two that have happened? I, I saw the the bikes bicycle riding one first. Oh, this as a matter of fact, there's three that have happened. I didn't even I forgot all about the bicycle riding that's one. That's the worst. There's that, that 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 broken leg and stuff, nothing compared to that bicycle. Because she looks like she's dead. She looks like she's dead. It looked like it and and if she wasn't dead, it looked like she was paralyzed. And that's not cool at all. Ooh. Man, wow. that, that looked terrible. She was flying. And
0: on a downhill, too. Yeah, it was wet, though. Ooh, let's see if we can find some audio on that. There's the escort coming in. Another escort coming down. Ooh. Oh, she's going too fast! Man, this guy's on the scene with the video. He should have rendered first eight. Oh, wow. Oi! 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 Anamik Van Vluten, I mean, she's, like, good for this guy, too. He didn't give you classic 2016 and, and just watch you be there. He's right. trying to talk to her. He's trying to get it together. Wow. Wow. I wasn't even talking about that one. I was talking about <laughs> Armenia's Andraget Karapetian, who is doing power weightlifting. Did you Ooh, see this? No.
1: Don't tell me it was one where your butt- Did you
0: see it? Ernie, you saw it. Is this where your butt comes out? No, no, this one isn't the one where the your oh. your your <laughs> <laughs> when your butt comes out. Damn Ew. you just straight go get some implants.
1: Kardashian style, <laughs> your right. booty just come out. It just does. Bam.
0: <laughs> just pop
1: on out. You, no, you lucky about, if it came out that easy. <laughs> You're talking
0: about when your guts come out, that hernia piece. Oh, that's that that's the goodness. worst one ever. I think they might have got the big homie DJ with one of those where he squeezed his booty out one time. <laughs> he might have squeezed his guts out. I remember seeing mm. a post where he was he was locked. Um no. This is uh this is terrible. Here you go. You want you want to see the video? Yep. What a jerk. Of course you want to see the
1: video. Why wouldn't I want to see that?
0: All right. Guys, if you can look up uh, Armenian weightlifter suffers horrific injury and you're going to react just like the icons are about to. Here it is. Oh, ah, oh. and you know, you see where he tricked? It got behind his. That's where he blew it. It wasn't his positioning. Wasn't right. Damn. So, yeah. So you know, it, it's just been a, a series of injuries, and then you had the Frenchman. The French are having a rough go at the Olympics. I hope they turn it around.
1: Think they I mean, eat too much wine and cheese? Huh? Oh, <laughs> terrible! What a jerk! I'm just saying they need to get their nutrition game right. I mean, this guy who
0: broke his leg on the horse had nothing to do with nutrition. What's I don't that,
1: think his his legs
0: snap. His legs snap. But you think that's a, there was too much wine going coursing <laughs> through his
1: veins? He had a deficiency. Now, unless he had some. Some extracurricular activity before the function. I
0: don't know. Vive la France. I don't know about I song. love I the thinking. French.
1: Don't oh, react yeah, like that. I don't know. You're doing it. Don't do that. No. I don't know,
0: I don't know. But I, it's a, it, to, I can't remember another Olympics with more gruesome injuries. I remember I in the Winter Olympics, yeah. you usually get a lot of, I mean, people can die in the Olymp- yeah, Winter Olympics. <laughs> why do you come down that slope and just 70, 80 miles an hour and it's yeah, bad news? Come down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad news. Wow. But you know what's good news? Why? Man, I had the best thing I've ever put in my mouth the other day. Which was this thing called Clean Snacks from Melissa's uh, Produce. Nice. I'm here to tell you, go to melissasproduce.com or go to your local store. Get the coconut clean snacks. Clean up your act. You're going to see. It's chock full of quinoa, pure cane sugar. Uh, uh, It's a high fiber treat. Oh, man, this thing was really refreshing, and it was so delicious. I can't even explain it. There's no way to explain the taste of it. They had an almond version, they have a cranberry version, and they have a coconut version. The coconut version is just plain simply over the top. Literally one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. I've had a lot of things in my mouth, including coconut clean snacks. <laughs> for all you perverts out there. <laughs> oh, man, moving on. Moving on. You know, we... Uh, we want to talk about baseball now. I want to go into the game that we love. We already touched on Alex Rodriguez a little bit. What do you think about the A-Rod legacy?
1: Uh, tainted. Tainted love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now he's holding the, the Yankees hostage really right now by making them let him play for the last two games instead of just being released and walking away. You know, he the difference between him and Jeter, Jeter gracefully. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's, a thousand difference between him well, and Jeter at the end of the program. Okay, because All
0: right. let's, let's just make that clear.
1: Because A Rod is gracefully kind of bowing out, and I mean uh, Jeter is gracefully bowed. He gracefully bowed out, and your boy A Rod has to be forced out. Literally, he overstayed his welcome. Yeah, by a few years, really. I mean, but he had so much money on the table, which is the Yankees' bad, not his bad. It is the Yankees' because bad because he had to. I mean, if somebody comes and say, "Hey, man, listen, I'm going to give you twenty five million dollars a a year to do those on. What are you going to do? I'm going to try to get 30. <laughs> <laughs> and then we settle. I like, settle, say, I like and that. The, and then we're going
0: to settle at 27. <laughs> and then. Uh, and Then, then I overstayed my welcome. And then I overstay my welcome. <clears throat> I mean, I just. It's just amazing to me. It is just amazing to me. I can't believe that Alex Rodriguez. If somebody would. Uh, he can't catch you, up to the cheese anymore. He I mean, can't do they,
1: they keep it in. If you keep it in on his hands, you know what you get from him. You get him sawed off, he hits a little number back to the pitcher or. A little, pop, a little bleeder to the second baseman or something like that. Keep the ball in on his hands. They know that. And that's why he's batting 200. If in
0: 2003 someone would have told you, hey, Alex Rodriguez is eventually going to get forced out of the league, what would you have said? I would have believed it, just like Albert
1: Pujols, because when you what? watch— I would just know you You would have to be a real swami to believe that at that no, time. No, because all these guys signed these long-term contracts— and eventually you get old. And when you get old, you can't play anymore. But that's not your fault in a, in a sense, per se. So what happens is that you're vilified at the end of the contract because they still have to pay you because they signed that long-term contract. You signed that long-term contract. You know I'm going to get old. I'm 40 now, man. The, the, the cheese is too much. I can't hit it.
0: So you're just saying that it's just, uh, it's just bad news, long-term contracts.
1: Yeah, long-term contracts are bad news if –
0: all of them. Now what about Mike Trout's contract? They seem if you look at Mike Trout's contract right now, it looks like they got him at a deal
1: and it seems like they're going to waste his his prime years. Yeah, but that's great for him if you're of a certain age because he signed that contract he was really young. Yeah. Now he'll still be not in his prime but not that far out of his prime once his contract not, not much not yeah. far. Yeah, once it once it, you know, it's over and so he can go and sign another short-term contract. Now, if somebody's dumb enough to go and sign him for another long term contract, ten year contract. Yeah, after that, knowing that he's going to be forty two, forty three, and thinking that he can play like he did when he was twenty three, then that's shame on you. But the crowd is going to. But you have to recognize that the crowd's going to turn on you. The crowd is going to turn. Albert Pujols, look at him. His numbers. He's hitting bombs, but his his average is down. No,
0: no. Albert Pujols was a menace to society yeah. in the league for a long time. Three forty. Forty-five
1: bombs, hundred and forty ribeye, stuff like exactly. that. I mean,
0: you're talking crazy numbers. But
1: now look at him. I mean, he's a shell of himself. He still hits bombs, and it's basically yourself. So, he's selling tickets. It's not. They're not. they And herein lies the issue. The same thing that happened that they wanted
0: to talk about when Chris Sale tore them out, called him out, and tore up his uh, he was throwback right. jerseys. I, I feel like he was right because he said, "Hey, man, my, I thought my goal was here to to win baseball games, not to put on a fashion show, not to put on a fashion show, especially when that fashion show messes with my fastball. Yeah he can't even extend his arms. So th- this is a it's a it's a very interesting dichotomy there. One thing that I'm seeing is that in, in August baseball's heating up. We have very interesting pennant races going on. And one thing about heating it up, today I was watching games today. They said it was 103 degrees in Texas for Crazy, the game today. Right? That means on the field it had to be at least 112-115 at least. And and now you're talking about as well, Terry Collins had a, had a, some choice words because it's super duper hot. Uh, uh, out in New York, and the boys looked like they wanted to quit. And uh, you know what? It, it, all of you guys out there, just know this: by the time you're thirsty, it's already too late. <laughs> you you're, you you have to stay hydrated to a point where you know you you just have to stay hydrated because. You're talking about, then I'm talking, these are professional athletes who obviously should know this already, but just in general, man, you got to stay hydrated. They say, you know, uh, this is Swami O here, but they say that a, uh, a good 60, 70% of all sicknesses can be traced to just plain dehydration from, from your nominal headaches to extended dehydration, leading you into actual serious disease.
1: Yeah, but a lot of these guys too with them hanging out at night and no, all. None of these guys after the game go home. You know what I'm saying? How many of them actually go home after you the You think? Yeah, they but they, you can jump into the hyperbaric and all that other stuff. But does it actually take you back to the peak where you need to be once it's 103 or 104 degrees outside? And listen,
0: you see in a lot of guys with them just plain and simply not being able to perform. And this is a this is a very serious thing.
1: Yeah. And when you're fatigued and dehydrated and then you think that you can pull out of yourself what you need to be that, that excellent athlete, it doesn't work like that. The prime athlete. Yeah. Let's,
0: let's hear what Terry Collins has to say about the, the very fast fading Mets because it, they, they're, they're on the way down, man.
2: This is a lot of responsibilities. I'm the, I'm the manager here. Um, it's my It starts with me. And as I just have said so many times, I don't care who's not here. There are no excuses here. These are Major League Baseball players. I don't care where they came from. I don't care how they got here. The names on their back and on the front of their uniforms say they're a Major League Baseball player. It starts with them. And when you come and when you owe what you do, you owe a responsibility to the fans, our fan base, the organization, and to yourself the respect for this game to come out and grind it out, whether it's hot or whether it's freezing cold. And that's where it's got to start. And I I know hitting's hard. Believe me. That's why you guys are sitting there and there and there. If it was easy, we'd be watching you guys play. It's not easy. But there's a way they got here because they grind out of bats. That's how they got here because that's how this organization has been built in the last few years. So we know it's possible. And, yes, some guys are having a bad time. You you cannot say, woe is me at this level. You cannot do it. Everybody's too good here. Nobody feels sorry for you because everybody's been humbled. And those who get out of it stay here a long time. Those who don't, you keep looking up, and they keep getting a little time here and a little time there, but they don't stay. I want the ones who can stay. It's my responsibility. You know what? I write the lineup every day. I get it. I totally get it. I'm the one who decides who comes in the pitch. You know what? Hey, look, that's my job, and I'll take, I'll stand up and be accountable. That's what I do. You know what? But I know one thing: there's better. Be, there's got to be a passion. To come and play. There's got to be a sense of, you know, this is what I do for a living. The people that pay to see me play are going to see my best ever. Now, we're going to get our ass beat again. Don't ever mistake it, because that's part of the game here. You're going to get beat, and you're going to get beat bad sometimes. But you need to pick yourself up and move on, and that's what baseball players do. That's why the guys who are 0 for 10, just like Neil Walker, you know, what is he, 2 for 30, and you look up, and he's raised his batting average 30 points. Because he ground it, he got back, and got after it. Anybody see what he did there on a fly ball left field where he ended up? Passed second base. That's how you play the game. Not throw your hands up, stop at first, at the 45-foot line. You play the game correctly. And we're all responsible, every single one of us. The coaches, me, the player, we're all in this together. There's no one guy to blame. There's no one guy to point a finger at. I don't do that. I have never done that. Never. I am a team guy. I believe in team, just as you guys do. You write a bad story, it's about the paper. It's about where you came from. Everybody's in it, and I believe that. Today's game, it's going to happen again. But I know one thing. Starting tomorrow, we're back fresh. Starting tomorrow, we're going to get after it here. And those who don't want to get after it, I will find somebody else who does. Because in Las Vegas, there's a whole clubhouse full of guys who want to sit in this room, and I'll find them. That's all I got to say. I'm done. Preach. Terry Collins laying down a law there.
1: Yeah, you should start off with himself. He
0: did start off with himself. He what, did. Are you, what are you he talking about? Did, did. did you not listen? Yeah, but. he. Yeah, but he started off with himself. Yeah, he he took wore it, he the took responsibility. A, he, he wore it. He wore it. I mean, these guys, we watch it. We talk about it all the time. How many times have we seen Major League Baseball players act like it's no big deal that they're in the show? And as you and I both know from playing, all of the scouts, all of the coaches, and everything at the lower level act like you have to be Hank Aaron to even make it to the show. Then you turn on and you watch these guys in the major leagues, and they act like it's no big deal.
1: Nobody has fundamentals. <laughs> Did everybody plays. When was
0: the last guy time you saw a guy a properly executed cut from from you know on a, on an extended cut?
1: What about secondary leads?
0: secondary leads, cutting the inside of the bag, all the stuff that you have to do for for people out there who've never played and for those of you out there who have played, you know what time it is, over and over a million times. You just watched a guy yesterday in San Diego, he was in Pittsburgh, steal home plate on a Little League play. Right. They threw the ball, the, the pitch was called a ball, the catcher threw a lollygag throw back to the pitcher, the pitcher panicked,
1: threw the ball in the dirt, Back to home plate and the guy steals home. It's ridiculous. But the standard that everybody else is held at is, <clears throat> excuse me, that are in the minor leagues is not com- comparable to what the major leaguers are doing. No. The major leaguers Which are, leads
0: me to my next point. Which is, Which is all of these young kids coming up that are balling.
1: Oh, my goodness. I what mean, about
0: these young guys? I've never seen in Major League Baseball young guys who come up
1: Ready, like to go. ready. ready they, to these go. guys are ready. This kid, David Dahl, in Colorado is ready to go. I mean, and you can see that he's got staying power. He sure does. 17 game hit streak to start your career? That's outrageous. Wow. Look at Trevor's story. And then you look at the kid out there in um, Boston, Ben Attendee. Ben Attendee. Alex Bregman is waking up. Alex Bregman's waking up.
0: And that's a lot of that has to do with the organization. All of these guys, what you're seeing here is that the organization has put a. Uh, uh, um, you know, a, a trust and a leap of faith in these guys of a vote of confidence to say, hey, don't worry about your struggles at first. We still got you, even though it didn't seem like they wanted to do that with David Dahl, per se. Right. But they but because Carlos Gonzalez got hurt, they had to keep him up there. But but now you look at it. Not only is he up there, he's batting in the, the two hole or the five hole and stuff like he that. He was in the four hole. Four hole and
1: banging <laughs> and banging.
0: I mean, he's you're talking about this guy's protecting Nolan Arenado. Nolan <laughs> Arenado might be the best hitter in baseball. Right. They put him in a four hole and hit a bomb. And then you look at guys, you look at the teams that don't support. The Baltimore Orioles had a situation last week where Pedro Alvarez woke up and started hitting a home run in two a day. And so what does Buck Showalter do? He takes him out of the lineup. Of course. You're hot. <laughs> and then and
1: then what happens? They drop three games to the A's. And look terrible. And look terrible. One of the most powerful teams in baseball can't even score a run. They went 17 innings without scoring a run. Come on, man. It's not acceptable, dude. It's just unbelievable to me the way it goes. You
0: know, just just the way that uh, the way that the game is, the, the way that it's laid out. I mean, now you now now Baltimore is literally lost first place to Toronto, <laughs> to Toronto. Toronto's right? in first place, and Toronto and, was slumping. Toronto was slumping. Joey Bats can't stay healthy to save his life. Yeah, what do you think about that? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, when he's there, he's a, obviously a very feared, you know, competitor. But then, how often can he be there? I mean, I would love to to know what his average of games played is over the past two or three seasons. And I feel like there may be some sneaking suspicion from the club, which is why they didn't give him that long deal that he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though the guy hits fifty home runs
1: every year. Yeah, and one of the problems for him is that he's in this contract year and he can't perform, and he's hurt. That's that's not, that's a not a serious problem. It's not going to bode well for that those
0: contract talks. It isn't. It is not going to bode well. Uh, I just you know, it just trips me out this this the, the way that this goes. We look at it now, the top of the leaderboard, we got uh Toronto, Cleveland, Texas in the American League, with Detroit tight on Cleveland's heels because Cleveland got super duper cold and the Tigers got super duper hot, even though they've That's dropped baseball. their last four. Yeah. Uh and ultimately so you can tell everyone you know, you've heard it here, folks. All the big sticks and everything else doesn't mean a damn thing when the playoffs start. Just like every sport that you watch, it's about defense and just, pitching, and, which is defense in yeah. baseball. And and just like LeBron James, big block is the play that actually was the play that that actually like sealed that win in the championship. It became about defense. True story. Just like in football, the Broncos went up there and and beat. In my opinion, what was a much better team in the Carolina Panthers? No question, because of tremendous the a defense that was able to keep the game close. It wasn't like they they blew them out. I mean, right. they, they the, had the, crazy the, offense. The Panthers were in that game until until literally until the deep into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and yet defense in every single sport. I mean, you can even go as far as look at Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, boxing defense is what gets you to the to the mountaintop, to the promised land. Unless you're talking about. Uh, uh, the Olympics, where it's all offensive-oriented, at which point keeping your joints and bones in socket is what keeps <laughs> you to the gold. Man, <laughs> dog, man, oh, man. Yeah. So it's just a, uh, man, I don't know. It's a, it's a, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about it. where it's going to go, why these guys aren't serious about it. I hope it changes. And then when you see guys like the Chicago Cubs, those guys actually look like they really want to, they, they, they are interested in playing the game the right way. And most importantly, they're having fun. Most importantly. These guys, it's a, it is a, a child's game. It's grown man playing a child's game. And you can, without fail, with the successful teams in baseball, they
1: always are having fun. It's the only way that it works. I think that's uh, Madden who's doing that for the Cubs. I agree. You know because All he makes that, it fun. He gives them themes and everything yep. to work on. Yep. You know, and, the, now on and now they're on a nine-game winning. And now they're on a nine-game winning streak. But you know, it's ebbs and flows in baseball. You, even though they might win ninety games, they're going to lose. You know, this the <laughs> part of the game. Man, they they're going to win more than ninety games. Yeah, they they expecting them to win about ninety-five. They said.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to go
1: with hundred. I think, you gonna, think they can pull the C down. Yeah, huh? I think they can pull
0: down seventy-one and forty-one. That's,
1: you know, <laughs> you never can tell. They might go down right. I wouldn't mind a nice little losing streak right before the playoffs. Everybody likes to get hot. But then a lot of times with yeah, baseball, don't, you don't need it right,
0: right. When the playoffs start, you right. Need it. If you, if you're going to have a losing streak, you need to get that out of the way in early September.
1: Well, the problem with that is that because the way that baseball has scheduled now, you know, you have that layover, or that layoff right after the season starts and ends rather. And then you have the long layoff and baseball is all about timing. So you need to play. Yeah, you got to play all the time. Now, who do you think is the best team in the show right now? Right now, obviously it's the Cubs. That's what you know. That's what everybody's ranting and raving about. But I don't big pickup. to Rollis Chapman. Yeah, but I still don't see. I still think that the Giants are a problem. The Dodgers actually are sneaking up on people. How about the Dodgers? I don't really believe in them like that, but they're sneaking up on people. And Kershaw's not even playing. I mean, I just I can't believe they're sneaking up
0: on people like that.
1: Yeah, I'm Uh, very surprised. To be honest, you have to give that coach over there some credit. Dave Roberts, he's yeah. getting a job and he's doing his work. Yeah. Just tell me this. What in the
0: world is going on with Andrew McCutcheon out in Pittsburgh?
1: You tell me. We need to get him on the line and ask him. I'd like to get him on the he, zone he look, and ask him. He, he looks like he's not even interested in the game really. Well, he's interested, but you know baseball is not a, a sport that you can't not focus on 100%. Can't think about your girl or other problems that you might have while you're playing the game because it's, it'll the ball will find you, as we say. And when they find you, it's an exploitation ball. Yeah, it's true. It's unfortunate because that kid,
0: in my opinion, was the best center fielder in the game yeah. for maybe a good four or five years. Yeah. And
1: now, and now maybe, I hear people I, talking about he's on the decline. I, why is he on the decline? Well, I can't, I mean, when, I can't. when I watch his game, he is on the decline. Yeah, but well, he's, he's having a bad his, year. His mental decline yeah. is causing a physical decline. Right. Yeah, he's just having a bad year. And everybody's you know susceptible to a bad year. We can't hold his feet to the coals, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially when you see guys not even running out ground balls. Right, and his numbers are actually compared to a lot of these other big guns, a la Chris Davis and a lot of these other guys, his numbers aren't really that bad because a lot of these guys are close to the Mendoza line with maybe 20 bombs. He's at least batting 240, something 250 with 15 bombs. Yeah, either way. It's just that he has a high high expectation.
0: Well, I can tell you straight away, I love the Rangers right now. I love the Rangers, and I tell you what else that I love that I see. Is um, just like you're talking about hitting that little quick losing streak. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the Giants just got out of the way, and the Giants have now gotten their full team back together. The gang's all there. You got Hunter Pence back. I think they're just missing Joe Panic now. And I'm telling you, man, they're gonna be. They've still been struggling since they've been back, though. Because no, I know that's what I'm saying. They're they're in that dead zone right yeah. now. Matt Moore came and pitched a great game, and just they didn't score. Uh, I think they could use a little bullpen help, maybe a little bit, but. By and large, I still don't see anybody beating the Giants. I just don't, and I, I don't think see that anybody just that experience it will
1: be enough to get them over the hump once again to a tight situation. Because I agree. In every playoff game or series, there comes a time where there's a tight situation, and then who can stand up to that? You know, who you got to be battle tested. That's what you got a couple of diamonds in the rough, like a Daniel Murphy type or something like that. But you know, Washington's going to be tough in themselves. You know, they got to – Joe Ross. If Joe Ross can come back and and pitch a little bit. There will be a problem. But if Kershaw comes back and the Giants keep playing games and got it tight, even in the postseason— They might not even make it to to the playoffs. They won't even make it because he'll—
0: Because if Clayton Kershaw comes back— He owns the Giants, too. He owns the Giants, and he's going to pitch with a vengeance because he's got a lot of rest on his legs and arm. Nothing was wrong with his legs and his arm. It was his back. It was his back. And you're talking about this guy is the kind of guy that can carry a team, and he's also the kind of guy that can go three times in a
1: seven-game series. And that's three times too many for most teams. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unless for the Cardinals, that's three times too many. And it's three times too many for the Cardinals now. Yeah, I I agree. mean, I hate that he has this whole little stigma, yeah, I stigma do too. about him I not do being too. a big-time pitcher because I don't believe it. I just feel like that the Dodgers never put him in a situation to win. He never had an opportunity, literally. They never played with the lead. They never played with him being comfortable because what pitchers do if you don't score runs is that they feel like they have to do it themselves. That's exactly it. And then every pitch becomes like, uh, you know, a high stress pitch. Yeah, high stress pitch. Every pitch becomes a high stress pitch. Give a guy like him a couple of runs and see what happens. you see what happens. Yeah. He's
0: like 77 and 3 when he's got four runs or yeah. something like that. Um now that number I'm lying about. I don't know what his actual record is. It's a little <laughs> excessive, I'll admit it. Uh, now now I heard this thing about Troy Vincent taking trying to fall on his sword about scrapping the uh the Hall of Fame game. Now, explain this, riddle me this Batman. Was the Hall of Fame game up in uh, Wisconsin, was that with, like, the Green Bay Hall of Famers? Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm I not, don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not familiar. Positive. I know that Brett Favre said he wanted to play. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted to play. I mean, Just think, of, to hang out with Brett Favre, man, that dude seemed like he's really, really... He seems like a cool dude. Yeah. He really loved the game. He was a gunslinger. That's literally a gunslinger. Guy that should go in the hall and everybody puts Aaron Rodgers on the on the pedestal, but he he's better than Aaron Aaron Rodgers. I said Aaron Hall. he's better than Aaron Rodgers too. <laughs> he, he is much better than Aaron. <laughs> the <Hall>. nasty man. <laughs> he's much better than Groove
0: Make Baby. Tonight,
1: when I get you home tonight, tonight, tonight. tonight. <laughs> me, gonna hear me, me tonight, tonight to the night <laughs> <it is>.
0: <laughs> group me again. <laughs>
1: Man, I used to love Guy. Yeah, that was a nice group. I hated that they... <laughs> <laughs> broke up.
0: Like. I hated that, but they what can they do? I mean... The Nasty Man was out of control. The Nasty Man was out of control, and Teddy Riley had stuff that he needed to do. Big time. And I just wanted to say... Oh. oh what? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Get him. Oh, okay. Uh. Uh. Uh, 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 uh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh. Hey. <laughs> like Get
1: down.
0: We're not gonna play the whole thing for us. We're gonna get a little groove for me. Oh!
1: Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> it's
0: tonight. Oh, Baby, baby, please. Come on, man. Are you crazy? <laughs> if that didn't get you hyped up, he rocked day. back today. heat rock today. <laughs> yeah, today. Come on, man. You need to check your pulse if that doesn't turn you, you up. You put
1: it on, you're like, oh. Oh, night
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Aaron it. Hall. But Brett Favre is still better <laughs> than as Aaron a football Rogers. player as Aaron Hall. Guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee
1: that. <laughs> put money on it.
0: I put my everything on it. Unless Aaron Hall has some secret skills that we don't know about. Maybe that would be amazing. What if Aaron Hall was a better football player than Favre?
1: <laughs> <Dude. laughs> <Dude. laughs> I can't catch the ball. Dude's
0: <laughs> 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 throwing BBs. That would be a <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. I hope you guys find that as funny as we do. But yeah, so I don't I don't even know what the parameters were for the game. Like I don't get, you know, what what was the Hall of Fame game? I wish somebody would, would call in and let me know because I feel like I'm in the dark. All I knew is it was a big scandal that they didn't get
1: to play it. And there was also a big scandal talking about how the NFL was trying to fleece the customers for that Hall of Fame, that Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, really? yeah, trying to milk the crowd, <laughs> figure out different ways to milk you for memorabilia and whatnot.
0: Uh, well, that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we've come to the
0: end of a lively, spirited edition of the Ozone. I want to send a big shout out to uh a great man that passed on to the next life, uh ESPN analyst uh John Saunders passed on at the age of 61. Really Mighty young. young. Yeah, really. He young. was a fantastic Canadian and uh, a fantastic human who strangely enough went to college on a uh, hockey scholarship something mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people didn't know about and I, you know what it's funny because I really got acquainted with him because he used to call a lot of the baseball games right he's called a lot of the baseball games um he was well rounded yeah i mean you know what we only get one go around at this thing and you got to take full advantage of it because that uh, that reaper, he's undefeated. As they say, father time is undefeated. Unbelievable. Well, thanks for joining us here in the Ozone. want to wrap it up with an old Chinese proverb, which is, he who asks is a fool for five minutes, but he who does not ask remains a fool forever. Chew on that for a while. We're going to go listen to Guy Groove Me. Or maybe... Jam. Oh. <laughs> oh, jam. Y'all ain't ready for this.
1: Jam. Come on. Who you want, jam? Jam me.
0: Uh, 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 uh. You know what I said? All right, all
1: right. Jam, jump, jump. Jam, me, gang!
0: Hey. Man, we might just let the whole track play. Y'all don't even know. Ooh. Oh, sick much confidence you have to have to drop the instrumental, basically, on your as
1: your second song on the album. <laughs> no one. way. you was like, this is heat. Jam for me. Jam for me, Teddy. Teddy, you like, uh. <dresses> uh. Uh, 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 you know what he said? Yeah, I'm done, did it. Yeah, Little, I'm done, did it. Jam. Jam.
0: Ozone folks,
2: we're out.